when you're up against a hostile room of people who don't want to be there, you need real strategies that get results. Welcome to From Hostage to Hero, the show that gives you practical advice you can use right now in the courtroom, boardroom, or classroom. Learn how to move your unwilling audience to one that is invested in what you're saying, eager to participate, and engaged in the process. Learn from the attorney whisperer herself, your host, Sari Delamont. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of From Hostage to Hero. Thank you again for all the reviews pouring in. I've got another one from Trial Guides by Mark L. He titles his five-star review an absolute must-read. You owe it to yourself, he says, to read this book. Sari's unique approach to voir dire alone is worth its weight in gold. At the conclusion of jury selection last week, I had about 35 veneer persons enthusiastically saying they wanted to serve on my jury. I've never seen or heard of anything like it in 35 years of practicing law. Plus, group dynamics tips, how to inform the veneer paddle into the group, how you can come become their mentor slash guide through their journey throughout the trial. In short, how to give the jurors what they need from you when they need it. And for younger lawyers, as well as some not-so-young lawyers I've seen, specific training to how you should stand, where you should look, and what to do with your hands. Great stuff. Well, great stuff from you, Mark. Thanks for taking the time to write your review. And if you haven't written your review yet, you can do so at trialguides.com, which you know I keep singing that song. I've got a goal, people. You're like, but you met your goal. Yeah, but I have another goal. And if you listen to my podcast two episodes ago, I'm no longer going to beat myself up about it or work myself to death. I'm just going to receive that graciously and thank you in advance. All right. Today we are talking. I just can't wait for for this. As I said last week, I've had all these ideas percolating over the last 12 weeks. And I just, I, my, you can see the last two episodes are longer than usual because I just have so much to say to you people. I did all the other podcast um, episodes in advance of leaving. And so... I've just missed talking with you. Thank you for being here. So um, I'm glad it wasn't interrupted on your end, though. It sounded like I was here every week, which is what we wanted. So when we're talking about the designed alliance, this is a huge part of the H2H method. I don't think anyone else has ever talked about it um, before. So it's brand new and people are loving it and also freaking the hell out about it. And this is even happening in the H2H crew. In fact, in the H2H crew, which is where a lot much of this stuff started, um, that's where this idea came for this podcast because I really wanted to to help all y'all get clear on what it is we are trying to do with the Designed Alliance and what it is you're really resisting, even though you think it's something else. All right, before we get into what happened and why people are freaking out and why you may be resisting it. Again, if you think you know why you're resisting it, you're wrong. Keep listening (laughs) for my thoughts on it. But what is the Designed Alliance? Well, as you've heard me say, or maybe not in um, past uh, podcasts, it's basically the idea that we want to get buy-in and give attorneys or attorneys, jurors autonomy in this process, right? They've been corralled around, told what to do, told where to sit, told they can't leave. We want to give them back some of their freedom. So a designed alliance comes from my coach's training, which is the first time I work with a client, even if I do a sample session with a client, which I don't do anymore, but we have several coaches that do in the um, From Hostage to Hero, go to sorrydlm.com and you can see, um, I think right now Kevin has some open spots, but we're adding new coaches even as we speak. Anyway, 
even in a sample uh, session, I will design the session with the client. It's not a top down. Coaching never is. And so it's always, what do you expect of me? What do you think your role is in coaching? How do you think this is going to work? How would you like this to work? This is what I want. Are you okay with that? What do you want? Am I okay with that? It's a design so that we can be in the process together. And so I was writing from Hostage to Hero, I thought, you know, why are we not designing with jurors? We talk about how important they are and and we we tell them how important they are, but we don't give them any autonomy. We don't give them any uh, ways of being autonomous. And so in the book, I give an example of how to do a design alliance. And the basic gist is, listen, most people think that voir dire or jury selection is a process where I ask you questions and then you have to answer. And based on your answer, then I'm going to pick who's best for my case. I don't like to do it that way. What I'd like to do is have a conversation with you. And at the end of that conversation, you tell me whether you would like to be a juror on this case. Who's willing to have that conversation? So the first thing off the bat, what you've been able to do is say, listen, you're going to have some, you're going to have some autonomy here. You're going to have some choice in how this goes. They've also heard that they get to tell you whether or not they want to be a juror. Now you haven't made any promises to them about that, that you just saying, I'm going to hear you out about your preferences. This is really important because we definitely want people who want to be there. I'll talk about that in just a minute. Then you say, now, during this conversation, we're going to be talking about principles, not evidence, not case facts. And that can be kind of frustrating because the more we talk, the more you're going to want to know about the case. I can't get into the specifics. Are you still willing to have a conversation with me? So this is designing ahead of time about what they're going to experience and how they might be frustrated. And are they still willing to have a conversation with you knowing that that conversation is still going to be slightly one-sided, meaning you have more information than they do. And that can be very frustrating for jurors. And it can be very frustrating for jurors. I mean, just think about that. It's like they're the only ones that are not on the in on the inside joke, right? So that gives some cred and some some safety for our jurors, which of course is the first portion of the From Hostage to Hero Method, what we're trying to do. Then you say, now at the end of that conversation, I'm going to ask you, like I said, who would like to be a juror on this case? And I'm going to take that into consideration to the best of my ability. But I'm only one side here. There's another side that gets to make decisions. And knowing that I can't guarantee that if you tell me you don't want to be here, that, that you get to go home. Are you still willing to have that conversation with me? And it's this last piece that is the most powerful part of the Designed Alliance. Why? Because it dangles the carrot in front of jurors saying, oh my gosh, I might be able to get out of this. But it's also the most dangerous because you all think that you can't get away from it. And that's what we're going to talk about, or can't get away with it. That's what we're going to talk about today. And before we talk about your resistance to it and your, your fear of it, let's talk about how what I just outlined and what's in the book, if you have the book, is not a template. Everyone's calling it a template. Oh, sorry, it's template for DA. It's not a template. It's an example. Your designed alliance can be one sentence. Nick Rowley does it all the time. Will you be brutally honest with me? That's how he designs with the jury. It's not necessarily my favorite thing in the world, but it works for him. Great. It's a design. And there's been questions in the Facebook group and the, in the crew about what if it's a situation, which a lot of them are now with the Zoom jury trials and things, where 
I do the design, but all with only 12 jurors or 20 or whatever, but they're all the rest of the panel is hearing it. Do I repeat the, de- the design alliance every time? My answer is no. You just say to them, the new groups that come in, as you heard me talk about, blah, blah, blah. Anyone have questions about that? Are you all agreeing to have that conversation? You just kind of re- do a mini redesign each time. Now, there's a few that don't work. I'm going to give you an example of, of a design that somebody said, um, something like this. I'm going to ask you some questions. I know it's uncomfortable. Frankly, I don't like asking the personal questions or answering them. I'm a private person. So it's only fair that I go first. I have two boys, 10 and 12. My wife is, you know, whatever. And, you know, when I'm not practicing law, I'm def- I'm doing this and that. You know, it comes some personal information, basically. So now that you know a little about me, let's talk, blah, blah, blah. So what's wrong with that design? Well, one big piece that's wrong with it is I'm going to ask you a few questions that are uncomfortable. The minute that you tell the jury that, you remove any safety that you're trying to provide them with the designed alliance. You don't want to say this is going to be an uncomfortable process. Not to mention that in H2H, we do not ask personal questions. Not really. We're asking questions about what they think about principles right? Or their experience with things. Now, they may see them as personal questions, but I don't want you to, to design off the top of the bat. This is going to be uncomfortable. This is going to be personal because that puts them on the defensive. Not to mention, they may not want to know about you right off the bat. They, maybe they're just, just dying to get, with the process, get on with the process. You may not have permission to talk about you. Anytime you're putting a designed alliance together, what I want you to be thinking about is what does the jury need from me right now to feel safe? and autonomous as much as I can make it for them. That's why I think my DA is nice and works, but there's a variety of DAs that you could use. Okay, so let's talk about what your resistance is. The number one thing that I hear about people's resistance to design alliance is I would never be able to get away with that. And I call bullshit. A, we've had hundreds of attorneys doing design alliances and hundreds of attorneys who are quote unquote getting away with it. Second, if you're like, yeah, but you haven't been in my jurisdiction, you know that my judge would never allow it. Okay. Two answers to that. Have you ever tried it? You don't know what your judge will do. And secondly, your design doesn't have to be my design. If you don't like that part of the design, then you can do something different. But before you do that, before you design any kind of design, Let's look at what we're really afraid of. The designed alliance gives power to the jury. And that's what we're afraid of. Everybody's afraid of that. The judge is afraid of it. Why? If we give the jury power, then he or she may not have enough jurors. So that's why they tend to, or you think they tend to, want to shut it down. Opposing counsel is afraid because an empowered jury is going to do the right thing. And remember, you stand on the side of the right. So an empowered jury can only help you. But if it can only help you, then why are you afraid? Well, you say that it's about the judge shutting it down. But I think you are also afraid of giving power over to the jury. Because what if there are quote unquote good jurors who then tell you at the end that they don't want to be there? Now you have to keep your promise. That sucks. Well, let me just say for a moment, you do not want jurors who do not want to be there period, end of story. I don't care how good they are. End of story. You do not want jurors who do not want to be there. 
you'll think things like, I'll have to hear who doesn't want to be there. And that's hard. It's a rejection. So of course we don't want to, we don't want to face that. But here's what I think the real issue is. It gives up control. This process is so crazy. We want to control it. And the Designed Alliance asks you to give that up. That's the real issue here. Control. You resist giving up control. And yet, that is exactly what trial requires that you do. It requires that you surrender. Surrender. This feels so unfair. I get it. Because it's actually, but it's actually, what am I trying to say? It's actually beautiful. Because when you release control and surrender to the process, that's when your creativity gets unleashed. That's when you're more present. You're more able to adapt in the moment. You're more able to meet the needs of the jurors. But this takes trust and trusting the jury, trusting yourself, trusting the process. And for many of you, you just simply don't. And I get it. I get why you don't. You've been burned too many times. You've been hurt and you've been wounded. Let's actually name it. And when we're hurt or we're scared, we try to, we we close up. That's what we do. We shut down and ultimately we try to control. Here's what you have to remember. Control is an illusion. It won't protect you. It will harm you. It will cause you more pain because what you're trying to control cannot be controlled. Even though your brain wants to tell you otherwise, you cannot control other people. You can only control yourself. Here's the big truth. The greater chance of harm, the bigger the need for surrender. I know it sounds totally ridiculous and it's counterintuitive, but it's true. I mean, think about an ocean. Picture yourself standing in front of an ocean. We were just at the beach last week, so I can easily do this. Now, imagine as you watch the waves come in and then go back out and come in and go back out, that I was standing next to you and I said, control this. Get these waves to behave. Stop them. You'd think I was nuts. But that ocean is trial. And you're trying to control it. You cannot. Surrender. Let go of your need to control. Learn to surf, to ride the waves, to be in it. Trust that you won't drown. I mean, yeah, sometimes you're going to get knocked off your surfboard, but you can get right back up. Because here's the thing, this career you've chosen, for better or for worse, requires that you trust yourself, the jury, and the process. And the designed alliance is the first step and trusting the jury. So if you're resisting, I would ask you to consider why. That's where your work is. Why are you resisting giving jurors the power? Surrender, my friends. Surrender. Alrighty, the crew is opening in just a few weeks. 
Make sure you go to fromhostagehero.com to get on the wait list. If you're part of the large group from Hostage to Hero, uh, that's our free Facebook group with over, well, nearly 1,500 members. Um, that is not the same thing as the crew. The crew is a paid membership where you get access to me to help you practice your trial skills. You get access to our other coaches. You get mindset coaching. You get the From Hostage to Hero course. You get bonus courses. You get guest webinars. You get a ton of shit for a small amount of money. Why are you even thinking about whether or not you should do this? Do it. October's our last opening before uh, 2022. So if you want to get in this year, you got to join in October. All right. Talk next week. Thanks for joining me today. If you benefited from what we talked about or just want to let me know you enjoy the podcast, go ahead and leave me a review on whichever platform you use to listen to From Hostage to Hero. Add a comment and I just might give you a shout out on an upcoming episode. In the meantime, head over to fromhostagetohero.com to order your copy of my book, From Hostage to Hero, Captivate the Jury by Setting Them Free. And to get on my mailing list, I send out trial tips and encouragement right to your inbox every single week. And while you're there, make sure you join the waitlist to become an H2H crew member when we reopen. We only open a few times each year and you do not want to miss out. I look forward to our time together in next week's episode. Talk then. Talk then.